Hey, welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host and got a got a really fun show for you today. We are talking about Vinylthon 2022. That is an event that is going to be happening locally at the Record Room at the Record uh, at the Record Emporium. Well, I mean, it is an emporium of records, but no, down at the at the Retro Emporium uh, in Kent in partnership with a institution that is very dear to me, 89.9 KGR. RGFM. And in a uh, story that I'll tell in just a bit, this is this is kind of like it, it's a small world after all. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about that in just a sec. I rather than uh, just telling you about this cool event, I thought I would bring on the architects of uh, of this cool event that you're going to want to check out uh, Saturday, April 23rd at the Retro Emporium in Kent. And uh, joining us now on the Mike Cyber radio podcast live stream it is the owner operator proprietor of the retro emporium it's ann smith how uh how you doing tonight good great well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, uh, join us. Greatly appreciate it. I've I've been a uh, fan of the shop. I've been a fan of the work that that you do and the stuff that Greg does. And I'm uh, I'm always happy to give a platform to my homies over at uh, Retro Emporium because it's uh, it, it's it's just such a cool shop. Thank you. I appreciate you in this for. You're welcome. And also joining us uh, from 89.9 KGRG-FM broadcasting in the shadow of Green River College down in Auburn. It is uh, someone who I, I, I go way back with. And ironically enough, in, in like the last little bit, we've uh, suddenly reconnected after, after several years and it's super awesome. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, uh, Andrea Soto, thanks for joining us uh thanks for being here thank you for having me mike it's it's nice to chat before we get into the event and talk about what vinyl thon is and where it came from and why we're doing it um i gotta tell a story so um you know like i I mentioned in these in these intros that you know over over the last few years in this mike cybert radio podcast era i've become uh uh, friends of ann and greg uh down in retro emporium I've had Greg on a number of times to talk about his uh, various uh, comics projects, you know, uh, uh, Junior Braves of the Apocalypse and Starlight. I've been a, a friend of of you guys and have always been excited to uh, give you that platform. So when I saw this event on the Retro Emporium Facebook page, it says Vinylthon with a really cool uh, graphic. I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. I know they've been doing a lot of stuff with like the the record room and and really kind of uh, uh, you know going into that that old music store vibe which is which is super rad but then I saw a very familiar logo on there the the familiar red and black of 89.9 KGRGFM which um, every podcast every live stream every show is somebody's first show but KGRG is where I came from. That's where I got my start. And it's a it's an institution that is very dear to me and is something that I hold in great esteem and will be evangelical about it whenever I can. It's like my um, my wife, Lucky, she literally told me a story day before yesterday where like she was uh, um, I, I think she was getting a coffee and um 
the person that she was talking to making the coffee was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really uh, interested in getting into radio. And she's like, well, let me tell you, you know, my husband, he went to Green River College and went to KGRG and got his start there. And now he now he's doing all kinds of other cool stuff. So it's a really cool foot in the door, blah, blah, blah. You know, go to uh, go check out Green River College. But anyway, so I, you know, I've I've, I've indoctrinated my friends to be <laughs> evangelical about the about the KGRG as well. But um so anyway, uh, Vinyl Thon, I saw this event and I saw that it was in partnership with KGRG and I didn't really know who was involved or what the what it was. So I, I reached out to to Anne. I was like, um, hey, man, I see you're doing this Vinyl Thon. Do, do you want to come on the show and we'll talk about it and promote it? Um and you know, Anne was very, very excited to to talk about it. And I was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, who are you working with over at uh, at uh, at KGRG there?" And parallel to that, literally the same day at the same time, I, I'm messaging my good friend Andrea, who I've just recently reconnected with. Uh, um, saw one of your uh, open mic comedy shows, and I was like. Hey man, uh, Retro Emporium is doing this cool vinyl thon thing, and it looks like KGRG is involved. Uh, is this on your radar? Because this seems like this is pretty rad. And like at the same time, um, Andrea hits me and says, "Yeah, dude, that's kind of my thing." Meanwhile, Anne's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm I'm chatting with uh with Andrea about it," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's time for a group text," and and um. Long, long story short, that's a uh, that's kind of why we're here today. I kind of brought everything together, but it's it it never ceases to amaze me how small the world can be. Where something that I've been doing more recently with uh, with the podcast and connecting with Retro Emporium, and something where I did when I got started doing broadcasting in KGRG, they're coming together, and uh, I I like a good crossover. So that's uh, that that that's very that's my very silly long story. And I and I see um, our good buddy Chase has uh, joined us in the chat. Um, so uh, uh, shout out to uh, formerly factually Chase, but I. I guess that's where I would like to start is what is vinyl thon um and from there let's kind of talk about how it it's a KGRG thing and then talk into how that becomes a uh, partnership with uh, Retro Emporium so um Andrea I'd like to start with you and just say like uh yeah hey man what what is this vinyl thon what is it what is Vinyl Thon? Um, Vinyl Thon is essentially a day to celebrate to celebrate radio, just in general, and it helps raise awareness and raise money for um, radio programs. And um, everybody who gets involved is going to spend a, a whole day, April twenty third, um, just playing vinyl. So it's a it's it. It was also, I think, uh, in the past, it was called like record day. It's it's it. There's been a lot of different um, incarnations of this radio retro vinyl thing, and uh, its current one is vinyl thon. Um, so yeah. Um, so I was brought this event by 
our big boss and said, hey, there's a radio event going on. Maybe, just maybe, you know, us being a radio station, we should be involved uh, and do something about it. So, um, so I thought, I started thinking like, okay, what can we do? Okay, we need to be playing vinyls. Um, you know, where can we have this event? Are we gonna just do it on campus? Um, and then I started to think, well, let's see if um, someone in the community would be interested. So I started looking up all these different like record shops in the area, music stores. And um, I, that's how I came across Retro Emporium. And it's funny when I, I had like a list of like eight different places um, and I brought it to our, our interim director, John, uh, and I said, hey, what about these eight places? And he said, eh, Retro Emporium. <laughs> I was like, that makes it easy. Nice. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send him an email. So, um, yeah, the, the deal is that we're just going to be setting up a little table over there and uh, talk about Vinylthon, direct people where they can donate to, um, to you know, these uh, radio scholarships. And um, we'll be taking donations for KGRG directly as well in our little jar and um, just talk about our radio program because uh, we're still here and uh we have we're offering classes and it's it's a great program i mean you're you said you're evangelical about it so am i um <laughs> it was it was like the best it was the best time i mean crazy times at times but um yeah it was it was a great learning experience in a lot of different ways well you know in in a lot of ways i i've I've mentioned on this podcast that is spun out of my old KGRG radio show. I basically never stopped. I, it's just my, my platform changed instead of a radio station. I just do it on, on the internet and now it's evolved even further. Now it's the, this live stream video thing. It's like, my God, we're doing videos and all, all this, all, all the technologies, but it's, um, yeah, it, it it's just the the spirit of having fun and and camaraderie and all all that other stuff and and we could we could talk more about the the radio program itself and, and you know how folks can get involved and how how stuff is still happening on campus and, and uh, uh, things like that, but um, I I wanted to ask Anne what really kind of got you interested in in this project and interested in having a bunch of ragamuffin college kids in in the back of your shop oh so i opened the record in like our november 20 and so it's been a great year it's been a good build up um but now i think i really, really want something to kind of ramp up um just ramp up excitement about it and get more people here and so i thought what better than to like kind of jumpstart that with an event such as this um, and, and so i just figured it'd be a good jumping point for future events too um, and so when she i got the email i was just like uh yes this is exactly what i want um, i actually mentioned it to a couple customers today i've already got people excited so i think it's doing great 
That's awesome. Now, over at Retro Emporium, it's you know it, it's taken a few um, evolutions um, o- over the last couple years. Like you know, like uh, um, you had a game room for a while, and now it's kind of uh, uh, evolved into this uh, this music space. And I was wondering if you could talk a little more about one. I guess since we're here, kind of talk about the shop in general, but then uh, by extension of that kind of talk about what what uh what you've been doing specifically with the the record room and what uh what the vibe is like so like i mentioned previous to covid our back area was we had like four arcade machines pokemon league going so when that all pretty much got shut down um we had no option but to hit it and try something else so we already had a small bin sort of in the in the other room um while we're kind of thinking hmm, should we go all in should we what should we do um so i thought about it a couple months and i also like i also worked in music stores i worked for corporate music stores for 10 plus years in like 98 to about 2008 to 9 ish um pretty well i pretty, pretty much know all the music from that era and how to just kind of run music shop in general um, I thought, okay, so let's do this. And luck a couple of really, really good kind of bull guys to beef up what I had. And we added a couple more bins. And then next thing I wanted, I'm actually purposefully buying CDs again and cassette tapes. Um, and I really sort of, I just, it became the, the what I wanted it to be. It was kind of a funky little, you know, next door record. And mostly, like, they were saying, I also, so uh, the other mission or came of the fact that there was no music stores in Kent. Like you, they have to drive up into Seattle, down to Tacoma, and so other than like the small little vinyl at Target or Walmart, like these kids in this area have no place to go. So you know, why not be the place that they come hang out? You know, we we have, we have musicers getting a little bit more merch and stuff. So essentially, I'm like, okay, okay, well, there's no more mall music store. I, I can offer that. And it's been pretty very cool. Um, so Chase asked a, a a question here in the chat, and I thought this would this would kind of pivot us back to um, talking about Vinylthon uh, there at the shop. And and again, as a reminder, uh, Vinylthon 2022 is a uh, in person event that is going to be held uh, Saturday, uh, April 23rd, in the Record Room at the Retro Emporium in Kent, in partnership with 89.9 uh, KGRG FM, and. And uh, so, so the focus of the event is to, you know, bring um, awareness to the, you know, next generation of uh, radio stars and to, uh, you know, raise funds for that as well. It's a, it's a bit of a, uh, a fundraiser. And Chase asks, is the only way to donate to this by donating directly to KGRG or will like a portion of record sales or anything else be donated to uh, KGRG as well? Um, so what um 
What do you guys think of that? Because, you know, Andrea, you had mentioned that, like, you know, KGRG is going to have a, had a um, table at the, um, at the event and you're going to have the good old fashioned uh, uh, tip jar. But outside of that, if folks wanted to directly contribute uh, to uh, KGRG, what, what would be the best way for them to um, do so during this event? So right now, that's that's kind of the way that we're doing it. It's very old school. We're working on the uh, the old link on the on the website. So pending. Um, so yeah, if you want to donate and you really really want to support, I would encourage that you show up on April twenty third. Um, after that, just stay tuned. Um, we have different, you know. Um, we have different uh, social medias. We're on Facebook and uh, Twitter, and that's a good way that you can um, keep up to date when you know that starts to open up more. Gotcha. Very cool. So, uh, folks can come to the event. They can kick into the the tip jar, and they can uh, you know chat with the student DJs there and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and learn about the program and, uh, um, you know, kick into the, the tip jar if they're able to, but also, um, you know, they can, they can buy stuff from the retro emporium and get vinyl records and things like that. And all that stuff, uh, uh, benefits retro emporium. So, th- so there is a separation of, uh, a uh separation. churches. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to, just to make that real clear. And I, I think Chase, you have a really good question, but yeah, that's yeah. Separation of uh, uh, church and state separate thing um, so you can contribute to KGRG directly uh, via the uh, tip jar at the table at the event so I, I, I think we got that clarified yeah um, yeah I think we'll I'll think we'll uh, we'll put maybe on like I said the social media when you can update online like uh, or donate online from from here I guess let's just kind of talk about Andrea talk about what makes KGRG so awesome? I guess that I guess the, that's the only way I can I can kind of segue from there, um, because like I mean, in a, I, I don't want to tell your story for you, but like you have oh, a really you have a really <laughs> cool story in that like you know you uh um I mean you you were basically like right out of high school right mm-hmm. and and uh, you know just just jumped in hanging out with us community college folks kids of all ages uh, folks mm-hmm. that look like me folks that <laughs> that look like you it was it was a, it was really a cool eclectic bunch and then like most community college folks do when that when they come straight out of high school they they do the community college thing and then they go off to real college and uh um and and you know do that that whole experience but but andrea you've come back around and you've returned to the uh to the kgrg but yeah, yeah. I, I guess i would just uh yeah talk about kind of what what that whole whole darn experience was for you yeah um well yeah fill me in if i forget anything <laughs> um <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so I started right out of high school. Um, I came to Welcome Day, and I had all of my um, <clears throat> all of my classes picked out. And then I walked up to the radio booth and found out, oh, this is a thing. And I saw our old friend Corey. He said, "Yeah, it's right over here," and he pointed to where it was. And I was like, "Excuse me, what?" And uh, I swapped out one of my my classes so that I could take a radio class my first uh, my first quarter 
So really from there on, I was just taking any position somebody would give me. I was music director at the AM station. I was then program director of the AM station. Then I was the program director of the FM station. Um, and that was kind of my life for three years. And I hosted a, a show for a couple of years. So um, yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, I think for anybody who's artistic and really passionate about talking about things that they care about or passionate about, you know, the arts or sports or whatever, and has this uh, sort of this bug to, to like perform or just speak publicly. Um, it's, it's a great outlet. And uh, I, I definitely walked in a very, very shy person and I opened up very, very slowly um, over over the years because, you know, it kind of gives you that that confidence and it it makes you practice, you know, okay, it's OK to talk in front of people, <laughs> it, you know, because it always sounds great hypothetically, but to do it for real takes a lot of practice and um, you, you really have to build that confidence. Um, and I, I think uh kgrg was a great place for that for me mm -hmm. absolutely i mean, I mean to the point where and, and i remember when when i first knew you you i mean you've always been funny but but <laughs> you've you've always had you've had interest in uh comedy but like more on the back side of it you you'd always aspired to want to like write for comedy shows or like be part of variety shows as like, you know, like a producer or behind the scenes type of person. But, um, I, I recently come to find out you've, uh, you've been pursuing uh standup comedy and have been, uh, doing, uh, doing a bunch of open mics. Do you want, you want to kind of talk about that experience and how that kind of in a weird way kind of spins out of your, um, uh, stuff on the radio when you were a, a young person? Yeah, well, I mean, I've always been into stand up. I mean, ever since I was a teen, um, a young teen, I was, I loved stand up. Um, and then I think, you know, during kind of my, la my maybe last year or so of being at KGRG, I was really thinking about, you know, you know, I'm doing the show, it's a music show, because I'm really passionate about music, but I'm also really passionate about comedy. And so I wanted to bring like funny bits and kind of mix music and comedy together so we had like a segment called rockstar fighting league so we basically had a cowboy hat filled with different rock stars names in it and we would just pull two out and say okay slash is fighting ozzy osbourne what is their weapon of choice uh what are their moves who wins and we have to debate <laughs> it um so that was like the perfect marriage for me. But um, the craziest thing that I, I found uh, is during this time, I was like, man, it would be so awesome to be, to be a comedy writer. And the only person I told was you, Mike. I was oh, really? Kind of, I was kind of embarrassed. I was like, I like comedy writing's really cool but like who does that and i don't i don't know but like that would be awesome and i was telling you i was like man that's like that's like a dream job and so uh when i left green river um very very early on when i started going to uwt um i was reading a book written by a comedian and i like and i was like you know what 
I gotta see if there's a there's a comedy club around here. I just got I'm just gonna look. And there was one a mile away. And I was like, well, I can't back out now. Like, I have to look into it. Um, so ever since then, I've kind of done it on and off. And uh, yeah, I done it. I haven't done it a ton, especially with the pandemic. I mean, that that really threw a wrench in things. Um, but it's kind of been a goal of mine to do it more. And I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, so, so for you to be, like, the first friend that just, like, showed up, I was like, Mike. Oh, my gosh. I told you. I like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to tell the story very quickly. Um, said nobody ever. Like, I tell stories quickly. But, uh, yeah, brevity <laughs> is not my first best strength. So, yeah, so um, Andrea had posted on her Instagram very casually very low-key oh by the way i'm doing comedy at the at, at this at this thing and and i was like wait a sec if i leave work right now i can make it to that show <laughs> so i i left work in seattle i sped down to tacoma and when i got to the club um I popped in and I didn't see you yet. So I, I wasn't sure like if either you weren't there or, or whatever. So I, I pony up to the bar and as I'm there, I, I start thinking internally. I was like, wait a sec. So Eve, it's probably a bit, uh, a good thing that I haven't seen her yet. I think I'm just going to kind of try to stay incognito because like, you know, if she's, she's getting ready for um, her set, she probably wants to like focus on her notes and get composed and all of that. The <laughs> I last... was not composed by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I was thinking that like the, the last thing you would need is a distraction from some dude from, from the old college radio days like i think if i if i remember correctly once we eventually connected like we hadn't seen each other in like what like six years or some such like that it was it was something stupid four at least four at okay. least four maybe That's, five yeah 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 that sounds about right not six not yeah. six because <laughs> not that quite. would be back then that would be <laughs> back at the height of our powers what am yes. i talking about you know when, when you get to a certain age things are either like <laughs> last week or six years ago and and it's it's rarely either I'm like, I'm like six years ago i think we were we were still talking in a parking lot like see ya oh by the way and then yeah exactly right bye oh 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 but that that oh remember that one thing and then we, we just oh stand in the God. parking lot talking <laughs> conversations are the best though but i, I mean know. it's like it's the camaraderie of being at a, at a at a college radio station with uh with homies but but anyway so so i got it i got it in my mind that i'm uh even if i see andrea i'm not going to reveal myself because i don't want to you know i don't want to distract her so you know i i get i get a beverage and then i get another <laughs> and then i get a hamburger and i'm thinking i'm like Oh my gosh! What what have I gotten myself into? 
I, I think I was there for at least, I don't know, an hour or so. And then at some point I turned my head and I clocked you in the back. I'm just like, oh, shoot, there she is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hopefully she doesn't see me. And I thought, OK, well, maybe she'll be performing soon. And maybe like another half hour, 45 minutes after that. Um and and then you performed and did your set and it was great and uh, I have uh, uh, reevaluated my uh, relationship with vitamins. <laughs> <I think laughs> if you were there, you get it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, nobody gets that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No. Well. 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 What's funny about that is uh, I. Uh, yeah. I asked to go later on in the set. I didn't realize he put me second to last. And I was having a heart attack by the like eleventh person. I knew there were like sixteen or seventeen. So for like six people, I was turning to the back, looking at the at the the host, being like, "Is it me now? Is it me now?" <laughs> Is it, and it was just yeah, I was freaking out. I was freaking out. That <laughs> I'm glad you. You're, maybe you're just being nice, but uh, that was <laughs> not the way the set was supposed to go. I was running on a lot of adrenaline <laughs> ah, that's fine i mean i mean again much like any other kind of performing you have to do it you know and yeah. and it's yeah no it's, it's it was fun regardless it, so. it reminds it, it reminds me of like you know like things that that you do on the radio or in podcasting or any kind of performing it's like the person on the other side of the speaker doesn't know that you're doing things out of order so like when you told me your your set ended up being completely out of order i don't know yeah. that because I, do, I don't i don't know your set i didn't see your notes so yeah. like you know it's like for me i don't I, I don't i don't really know but uh but yeah so after you performed we we hung out for a few and it was uh it was great and you shared with me that you're you know back at kgrg kind of uh uh doing a doing a new show and doing the thing and and um and yeah, it's it's it, it's awesome. And now now you're you're hanging out with my other cool friends, doing <laughs> cool stuff with them. It's like you know, it's a, yeah. again, it's just a um, just a just a really cool um, small world. Now, speaking of uh, uh, cool things and and small worlds, um, and we're uh, you know so we're, so we're here live at uh, you know chatting on the uh, on the live stream about uh, Vinylthon coming up on the twenty third, but this this isn't the only interview that uh, that you did today. Um, uh, you want to talk about some of the the visitors that you had at the Retro Emporium earlier today? Oh my gosh! So much like Anna, I am not a very good. Guy various outgoing parts for me even on a daily basis to interact with people so <laughs> i know we had this interview set up but then also like like two ago one of the producers at the evening show for our evening show like hey want to come and do this thing for your shop and i'm just freaking out going what how i don't even so i'm like okay sure <laughs> so they came in today I like three. I warned them. I'm like, I am like the worst person. Like, I, I'm not good with this. But they put me right. We did a you know, great, fun little tour around the, the shop. Um, so it's just kind of funny how I'm like, I have two interviews on the same day. I, I don't even know what to do. With. <laughs> it's like, what is this life? 
so they, so they did a uh, they they so they did a piece for uh, about the shop, and that's going to be on Evening Magazine on King Five on. Um, uh, what is it coming up uh, next Monday? If I if I remember correctly, um, uh, Monday the twenty fifth. Ah, very good. Yeah, so tune in on Monday the twenty fifth uh, to King Five and uh, see the Retro Emporium spotlighted on uh, on Evening Magazine, which is awesome. I I always smile when i see the retro emporium in in the press um like i i saw like some random youtuber who i don't know at all uh posting about like going through the retro emporium and today our journey brings us to retro emporium in beautiful kent washington part video game store a whole lot of retro here very nostalgic let's step inside and see what we can find and as soon as you walk in you start seeing this classic Candy. Some of these candy bars, like Zagnut, man, I haven't seen these in years. Fantastic. Gonna grab some of those before I leave, too. Uh, when you look to your side, um, I saw the Care Bears movie playing on VHS on an old school CRT TV. This is uh, what a fun, what a fun idea here. You got some non-sports cards. I mean, they used to make these cards for everything, and they looks like they have just about everything here at this store too. Right in the corner, you start seeing the video game stuff. I see Nintendo. I see Atari back there. Some uh, controllers as well as needed. Got some fabulous imports. Super Famicom, Famicom as well. Got some classic drinks too. What was the last time you saw RC Cola? <laughs> got the ramen as well. Uh, Diet Right. I <laughs> didn't even know they still made that. Um, I love the fact when stores sell their own shirts. These are only 10 bucks each. I bought one. I walked out of there with one of those. Great material too. Not just video games, also going vintage. We're going old school. Got vinyl and cassettes. I still got a working cassette player. I might grab some Culture Club. Hey, what, what about uh, what about Dokken, right? Come on now. Some more cool toys too. You see anything that you used to have? Remember those flip head uh, Power Rangers back there? And then uh, when you come to the front desk on checkout, you'll see some more cool stuff in the cabinet down here too. And I just, I just thought it was the darndest thing. And, you know, I, I, you know, I'll see like, you know, articles pop up from time to time and, and, and things like that. It's, um, it, it's become quite the neat little place that I think means a lot to a lot of folks. And I think a lot of that is because the care that, uh, and you and Greg put into, um, the, the, uh, the decoration, the, the curation of the collection that, um, that you guys have like, um, uh, before, uh, before I started the show here, a friend of mine was asking me, uh, well, retro emporium, what, what is that? And, you know, asked me to describe it. And the way I described it is it's, it's a, um, it's a nostalgia store, but it's, it's kind of like a thrift shop, except not. It's, it's, uh, the, the difference between, I would say, Retro Emporium and say like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, like a regular degular, either like, I don't know, shop of its kind is the curation. Like you have like a, a good combination of like brand new 
uh, fresh stuff, a lot of like cool crafts and um, uh, snacks and sodas and things like that. But you also have plenty of uh, previously loved stuff. Like you've got like a great selection of retro video games, but you've also got like, you know, contemporary hardware to hook your your old Nintendo to a HDTV, you know, things like that. So it's like it's I've I've always been impressed and struck by the combination of current stuff, but with like um, you know, old classic stuff as well. So like, you know, you've got like stuff I've in, I'm interested in, like, you know, like some old Transformers and, and Star Wars figures and things like that. But it's not like a junk shop, you know, to, to um, uh, put it a different way. So I, I guess um, in, in your own words, since I, that, that was kind of the way I, I kind of described it to my buddy, but, um, but Hank, and how would how would you describe uh, the Retro Emporium, perhaps for like somebody who's never been there before? Yeah, you did you did a pretty good job there, actually. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I started off with a lot more vintage, but it's it's been difficult to try and find stuff. So that's where I was like, okay, I need to incorporate new stuff, but with the retro vibe or the retro feel. Um, and part of that is. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a knack for curating, putting things together to make it happen. But really, the inspiration behind the store was that Greg and I, when we first met, we loved going to record stores. We loved going to thrift stores and video game stores and comic book stores. But what we found is that, like, that would take a day, two days, three days. And it was just a lot of time and effort to go to all these separate places. And in going to the separate places, most of the time they were dirty, didn't not organized um, and it drove me crazy I walked out of several shops uh, because of that so when it came time for us to do the store I thought you know what somebody needs to do this but then you know like we can do this better and so I just pulled everything together and um, because of my years retail I really merchandise and the old, old you know fit 12 feet of product into 8 feet of space <laughs> Uh, came in handy because I've really packed into this small little space of mine. But um, I wanted to keep it clean and organized. And all of our the vintage goods, I'm really picky. Um, and I don't like to just throw stuff. So it's, oh, yeah, it's sort of like, like a, a conglomeration of thing new used. And it's not just like I still have people walking in going, what is this? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like Fruit Loops. Yep, I I love that. Um, and and, and again, I, and you already said it, but like one one of the things that like uh uh the first time I took Lucky through there, and again she she wasn't sure what exactly to expect because like you know she's been to like comic cons with me and when uh early in our relationship we went to like a lot of comic book shops a lot of collectible shops a lot of antique stores um I, I know I got the signal early on where she would just like kind of, you know, gently touch me on the shoulder and say like, I'll be waiting outside. <laughs> and, uh, and, but the, the thing when I, when I first took her to the retro emporium, she was like, she's just like, wow, that this is really clean. This is really nice. So I, I think one of the things that, that you've um, knocked out of the park 
is that it's approachable. You know, it's well lit. It's nice that it's spacious. You can walk around and look at stuff and it's not everything just like packed so tight that, you know, it's, it's not grungy for lack of a better term. It's a, it's a very, very nice shop. And I, I think folks would have a great time checking it out. So um, definitely check out the retro emporium down in Kent and, uh, and go check out the record room and watch those you watching on the video. Uh, you can see that's where Anne is broadcasting from. Um, now, um, while while we're talking about the the record room, um, I, I know from conversations in the past, you know, we we've talked about how like the your your uh, collection of stuff for the for the retro emporium is is very well curated, and as you've already mentioned, you're you're picky on the the vintage stuff that you bring in. Uh, but what are you on the lookout for? Like, are, are you on the lookout for a uh, vinyl or are you on the lookout for like tapes or CDs or music or anything like that? Um, well, people always ask me if, if we buy stuff. My top things is like, yes, I am. Uh, videos, the two things that I will always look at. Or what. Um, and it's, it's taken a while. I can now finally confidently look through tote efforts and be like, yeah, no, okay. Be able to figure things out because I was using curve, was learning the whole record thing, learning the grading process, and how different your novice record collector is. The you know much older audiophile who has three thousand albums in his house, <laughs> and obviously how to like mark and like figure out sell to both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you you bring up a, a really good question that that I just now thought of because like I I have a couple friends who are uh, audiophiles and, um, and and are, are vinyl collectors like they're they're into like you know super limited stuff collectors edition stuff. Um, me personally, I I I I'm a very 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 casual uh, vinyl collector. Like I, I have like a couple things. Like I've participated like in a in a couple like crowdfunders for like you know uh, uh, folks that I'm friends with, and I've I've picked up a couple collectible things. Like you know when it, when I was at a, a TFCon in uh, Los Angeles last month, uh, uh, Vince Nicola, the the composer for Transformers the movie was selling uh the soundtrack album on vinyl the the score um so i had to buy that from him and get it autographed and it's and it's uh i when i got it home to play it i noticed that like i i forget what the the sticker on it says it's like some kind of like heavy grade vinyl but basically like when i picked it up the actual albums had like a weight and heft to them that I hadn't really experienced before. Again, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of records, but like, it's a, it's a thick record. So like, I, um, it's like, like 1080 gram, some such or, but it's like some like collector grade vinyl. Um, so what I, I guess then what I wanted to ask then is like, um, so, Anne, you mentioned that you try as best as you can to kind of cater to both ends of the uh, vinyl collector spectrum. But, like, um, what's your uh, vinyl collecting sensibilities like? I mean, like, uh, are, are you into collecting vinyl? What are you into? That, that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's a whole new weird world for me that I don't know a lot about. Yeah, we have um, 
was like one thing I always looked for at the thrift shop, you know, like there's growing up that we played a lot of records in our house. My mom played most, like Christian rock, but I also had, had like all Disney on track and, and like Michael Jackson Thriller was the first album that I bought with my own money. Um, and so I, I think I still want in the back. And then, you know, I got picked up a lot of the year. We have, have sort of a mobile range record set up. So once in a while, we'll, we'll throw some things. We have that Transformers soundtrack. Um, that was, it's amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know, like, I'm super, super avid. <laughs> um, but I do enjoy it. kind of fun to see all the different types and variations that they come with. Um, like, 180 grand that you speak of, that is, like, it, it is probably the best sound quality you can achieve. Um, and that, you know, in the respect of the, the audio files, you know, I came in like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, you're just a thrift store with a name. I'm not going to find anything but, like, Horse Drives and, and, you know, whatever else here. But then they're going through and they, they realize, oh, wait, you know, like, this stuff. And then when I start bringing in the new vinyl, I did some research to figure out, okay, what, you know, what are they? Um, and so I started bringing in sort of the native stuff and the um, music on vinyl I think is the actual the, that does the higher quality stuff. Um, and so I have you know a couple guys that come looking specifically those they can anywhere going north. Oh yeah. Awesome. So um, so Andrea I I know that you are a music lover, a music enthusiast, and there are um, a number of uh, bands and musicians that, that you've been uh, very passionate about. But one thing I don't know is like, are, are you, are you a vinyl collector? Are you like, are you like into the scene? Yeah, actually I've been collecting since I was like 13. Um, I have over a hundred, which for me, I think is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I could show you. Well, uh, maybe um, it's fine. <laughs> I have some. I have some on my wall, um, and it kind of tells the story of how I I got started. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, the Cars, and um, how I started collecting was I just walked into a half price bookstore one day, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw one of their albums. And it became my goal to find all of their albums on vinyl. Uh, but, you know, me being 13, I didn't have money. So, I mean, I was just buying whatever I could. And it, they were all used. And I was buying, you know, I, f I found one of them for like a dollar. Um, so <laughs> the records I have, they don't, they don't play very well. But um, I started to just like having the physical thing getting to have like the large scale um you know uh, album covers and be able to read the liner notes and the thank you section and see their lyrics and things like that so as i was looking for this one band in, in particular i started looking across the whole you know the whole section um so yeah i've been slowly um over the years buying more and more records um so yeah, I have I've got a I've got a good sized collection that I've uh, accumulated. Awesome. So are um are are you into like 
the collectible stuff or are you just more into it for like I just like this record or I just like this artist or is it like a little bit of everything? Do, do, do you guys think like um, really crazy? Um, I mean, if I see like a, like a really popular uh, like album or just a really famous album, yeah, I'll, I'll just grab it. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll buy the cheapest version. I just, I care about just having the thing. I, if they play great, um, like, like, uh, Anne mentioned thriller. I saw thriller at a, at a, um, one of these shops. And so I bought thriller. Um, actually one of the un- most un- unusual, it's not an original and it's a little, it's a little, it's a little creepy. Um, <laughs> But um, there was an album cover that the Beatles released where it's them holding, like, bloody baby dolls. Do you know what I'm talking about? Does any, yeah. Hmm. They're, they're bloody little dismembered baby dolls. And okay. people were horrified by this. And so um, they started slapping a different, a different cover um, on top of this album. So... If you're able to find one of those original ones where they just put a different picture on top of them, those go for a lot of money. And some people will go through, you know, painstaking measures to like slip or to like rip off the cover to reveal the original morbid. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I found, yeah, I found, I guess, one of the the reprinted ones where it's like, no, we're keeping the. The morbid one. <laughs> it's not one of my proudest albums, but I was like, you know what? It's, it tells a story. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a unique item. It's a it's a collectible type of thing that's a little harder to find. Yeah, no, I I, I totally get that. That's a that's awesome. Um, so Andrea, while I got you, let's uh let's kind of talk about what's um. Uh, what the current state of KGRG is? What's uh, what's going on with today's rock? Today's rock, um, I think it's going to be going through a lot of changes. Um, I that's what I feel at least. Um, so uh, yeah, we're going to be getting a new um, director of broadcasting pretty, and you know, pretty soon-ish in the coming mm-hmm. months. And I think with that, we're going to see um, some changes within the station. Um, but it's going to be, I mean, similar, I think, um, to how it's always been where, you know, you get on, you know, uh, hands-on experience and, um, you know, it's going to be mainly student run and things like that. So, um, it's still going to have that unique experience that not all other college stations will give students where it's like, Hey, day one get on the mic, you know, sort yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's the thing that's going to stick around the most is just, yeah, the, the hands-on experience. Well, and, and that's the primary spirit of the place. And I think what makes uh, KGRG and the broadcasting program at Green River College uh, unique from other uh, programs of its type, because there are tons of college radio stations and there are tons of college broadcasting programs but very rarely do they they intersect like you know there there's a lot of great broadcasting colleges but they don't 
have a station for the students to actually work on Mm -hmm. or like there'll be a college radio station but like it'll be staffed by pros and run as a as a professional corporate radio station yeah or you have to be like a junior or senior in college to ever step foot so yeah it's this is the complete opposite exactly and and that's that's always been part of the charm um, I, I think of KGRG like I, I know one of the things that that I used to like to do uh, before I got too far away from the program where I didn't really know what the academic calendar was anymore. I would love to tune in during training week to hear like the baby DJs <laughs> getting on the mic for the first time and be like, um, hi, my name is Mike and uh, and this song is uh uh, motionless and white, and uh, meanwhile, the music is too loud, <laughs> yeah. and they don't, yeah. they've hit pause, they don't know how to hit it again, and yeah. It, it's adorable. I love it, and yeah. and I I could do that because like I was that guy also. I didn't I didn't turn my music down enough, so it was like my first air break is like. Yeah, it's like you can't even hear it, but uh, but no, I I I love I love this radio program uh, because it gives kids of all age, creative kids like like you said, Andrea, uh, you know, an opportunity and an outlet without having to sit through years or months or even weeks of, uh, of uh, full study before you actually touch the radio console and get on the mic. Uh, you know, it's like uh, uh, back in my day, it was like, it was like week two of, uh, of instruction and mm-hmm. you're, uh, you, you're touching the equipment and, and talking on the radio. And, and that's, that's the best way to learn is by experience. And I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. Like I have... Um, um, there's a straight line between my experience at KGRG at Green River College to what I'm doing now here tonight, uh, not just with you fine folks, but what I do uh, for my job also. Like, I, you know, I, I work at a radio station here in town, and we use literally the same scheduling software as we do <laughs> as we did at KGRG. So it's like um, I came very prepared for, uh, for my real job in real radio because of my uh, specific experience at KGRG and it was one of the things that set me apart as a uh, potential candidate for the position from other folks there there were other folks that applied for the job I have now that um, um, you know didn't have that that same hands-on experience that I had Um uh, at KGRG, so so again, I, I I'm always uh, grateful to the program and for uh, for that um, experience. Um, so that being said, though, let's uh, uh you know as as we get ready to close out uh, talking about Vinylthon, um, a, an event that's going to be coming up on Saturday, April twenty third. That is going to be in the uh, record room at the Retro Emporium and at uh, in Kent, uh, in partnership with eighty nine point nine KGRG FM. Um, Andrea, I, I guess I would like to ask. So you you had mentioned that um. 
Uh, representatives from the radio station will be there. They'll have a table and can talk about the radio program and follow up on, you know, things folks may have heard about us talk about here in this podcast. But um, is uh, is there any kind of uh, connectivity to programming on the station on KGRG? Like, uh, are you like running vinyl records or like, let, let's talk about what what kgrg is doing on the radio uh for uh, yeah. uh for vinylthon in addition to the in-person event yeah yeah oh my gosh we almost forgot to mention we're gonna be playing vinyl <laughs> we too are participating um so yeah there's gonna be at least a person or two at at the store we'll be you know if you want to you know donate or you just want to talk about radio or um you know, want to get involved with our program, you know, we can talk about that. But in the background, you're going to be hearing um, DJs at the station playing vinyl. And yeah, we're going to we're going to play that in the store. So you're going to hear some uh, live vinyl coming ah. from KGRG. That's super cool. Um, can uh, can we talk about like some of the stuff that you might be playing? Because like when when I was there at KGRG, we had uh, and this might be a little too inside baseball for for some folks, but I I also know a lot of my listeners are super into like that insider stuff also. Um, but you know, at KGRG, there's a it, it's a computer based scheduling system where the music director, who may or may not still be cool guy Luke, um, mm-hmm. who uh, who regularly loads and schedules music. Um, and it basically, as the DJ at KGRG, you uh, curate the schedule system to make sure like the the breaks play on time that all of the scheduled songs play. My point being is like it's it's very much on the computer. Mm-hmm. Like um, there, there's a, a wall of CDs there for backup for when the uh, scheduling system goes down, uh, which is few and far between. But I, I do uh, remember vividly that one time uh, Trevor spent an entire afternoon uh, playing CDs. And by the time somebody found him, he was sitting <laughs> on the floor with a stack of empty jewel cases from just like like, you know, uh, throwing CDs back and forth in the uh, in the two uh, CD players before somebody was able to uh, uh, engineer was able to come help and get the system back online. Long winded way of saying um, KGRG doesn't necessarily have a uh, huge vinyl library uh, there on hand. So I was just kind of wondering what uh, listeners might be in store for while uh, um during vinyl thon while they'll be playing it on the radio live on 89.9 um as it'll be heard at the uh at the retro emporium yeah um so kgrg does have a small supply of uh of some vinyls but um it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag basically people are going to be bringing whatever they have and uh you know we're not going to get super crazy it's not going to be like oh we're going to play rock and then here's tiny tim or something like it's not gonna it's not gonna vary like crazy um but um yeah it basically everyone's been told yeah bring whatever you want um but you know maybe if you have like wu-tang clan uh maybe not Oh my gosh, that's well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you gotta keep it clean for the kiddos. Gotta keep it clean. That's a big. That's a big part of it too. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, maybe maybe leave your two live crew vinyl at home. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But but that's awesome. It it, it sounds like it's going to be a um, a really fun event, a really cool uh, day of programming. Uh, so that that is going to be happening in the uh, record room of the Retro Emporium uh, down in Kent from noon to two p.m. Do I, do I have that time correct? Yes, we can guarantee that. If we can go longer, we we are definitely open to it. But definitely 12 uh, yeah 12 noon to two gotcha um so yeah so come down to uh to kent and come hang out and and learn about kgrg and listen to uh the vinyl and check out the shop um it's uh it's going to be a really fun day and uh and a really fun time um and again i just want to remind you uh vinylthon 2022 uh saturday april 23rd it's your opportunity to to support the next generation of radio stars that's really kind of the uh mission of uh of vinyl thon you know through uh, the college radio foundation uh you know helping struggling college students who just aspire to have a career in radio uh it's it's a fundraiser event so in addition to raising awareness kgrg is also looking to uh, raise funds in uh in partnership with the retro emporium so you can come down and uh, uh kick into the tip jar uh while you're there and basically the um you know that uh so vinylthon has like a a scholarship thing but uh th- this is just where folks are contributing directly to KGRG right um if i mean we can direct you to the, you know the website the website has a way for you to donate specifically to the scholarships mm-hmm. um so it's it's really you know uh everybody's everybody's choice oh we lost Dan. oh no <laughs> um yeah the, if you want to donate to Vinylthon, great. If you want to uh, donate to KGRG, awesome. Um, if you want to, you know, participate or look around at Retro Emporium, support that business, you know, it's, it's a, everybody's, you know, every, we, you, we got the options, you know? Yeah, <laughs> For absolutely. It's a absolutely. win-win all around. Very, very cool. And, uh, you know, one, one of the, the calls to action that, that uh, kind of uh, lit a fire under me, and uh, I'm looking at Vinylthon's website, Vinylthon.com. It says, "If you ever worked in college radio, this is your chance to pay it forward." So that that is literally what I'm doing. Is <laughs> you know, I I am a I, I'm a huge fan of college radio in in all its forms, and and especially my heart will always belong uh, to KGRG. And um, yeah, it, it's just a terrific program uh, there at Green River College. Um, so you know, check out the web site kgrg.com and there uh there should be plenty of links available to where you can learn more about the uh class schedule uh i I would imagine uh uh, spring quarter is probably this is the second week okay yeah this is the second week so spring quarter is already underway so you'd be looking at summer quarter which mm-hmm. um not for nothing uh back in 2015 uh yours truly uh started in summer quarter and I I got uh I've told the story a million 
million times, but basically like I had just finished my IT degree in uh, that spring. So I graduated and then um, I, I, I was thinking about what I was going to do over the summer and I like in like the, the last week of classes or something like that, I go into this hallway and I see a flyer. It says, be on the radio, KGRG. And it's got a picture of like plucky college kids like operating a console and I was like, we have a radio station. I've been going to college here for four years and I had no <laughs> two years. What am I talking about? I ended up being there two years because I did KGRG for two years. Anyway, um, I had no idea there was a radio station. And yeah, I, I um, walked into the class and just just as soon as I started touching the equipment, I got bit by the bug and um, uh, six years later. I'm still here talking into a microphone with my friends celebrating uh, the the spirit of radio as uh, as that uh, as that song goes. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, come out to Vinyl Thon and uh, um, uh, support the the folks at uh, Retro Emporium and support KGRG and listen to KGRG on eighty nine point nine FM. And uh, um, it's a it's a very weak radio signal, but if you listen on KGRG.com and iHeartRadio and uh, you know couple other places uh the the online stream is pretty good oh yeah and the and the brand new kgrg fm app i totally forgot about that oh my gosh um but yeah no i i think that um i i think that just about covers it uh before uh, i guess before we part ways um so andrea while while i got you um i i know we i know we've talked a lot about uh kgrg and green river and all of that other stuff but if you wouldn't mind um could you just kind of let folks know where um where they can go on the internet and the socials to learn all of the things that they need to, as well as anything else uh, you would like to plug as well. All right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so um, KGRG for anything new with KGRG, I would encourage you to follow us on uh, Twitter or Facebook. That's where you're going to get the most, uh, you know, up-to-date stuff. Um, we have at least one or two, um, radio classes you know that are being offered each quarter um final thon is april 23rd this coming not this saturday but the next saturday yep um am i missing anything uh, i I, 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 I don't think it. so I yeah i think so listen uh, to kgrg fm 89.9 uh or on the app <laughs> uh do you wanna do you wanna throw a plug for your your new uh resurrected radio show? <laughs> it's uh it's in fetus stages. Uh but uh yeah, I'm I'm Wednesdays um from six to nine PM. It's a bit of a talk show. I just kinda rant about things that I like. So um if you wanna hear my manifestos about uh the red hot chili peppers or something like that. <laughs> that's that's where you go for that. I love it. Uh do you got any chili peppers on vinyl by the way? No, I don't. Oh man. I don't. Maybe you can find yourself a copy at the Retro Emporium when you go. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Cuz I mean I mean they 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 got some cool stuff. They they uh they, they've got some really cool vinyl actually. Can confirm they do the the place smells like fruit loops. <laughs> it, it totally does. It is, it is 
clearly there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I walked in for the first time on Sunday, actually, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And whoa, who's eating (laughs) Fruit Loops? (laughs) Uh, That's that is terrific. Well, well, Andrea, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join me here on the live stream. And uh, uh, thank you to Anne as well. Um, uh, Definitely go check out the Retro Emporium uh, down in Kent. The address for Retro Emporium is 328 West Meeker Street in Kent, Washington. That's kind of in the historic downtown uh, Kent area. It's it's in a really cool spot. I guess like the I guess I would uh, refer to it as in like the cute downtown area. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you can you can walk up and down. There's several other shops. It's uh it, it's really nice. It's really safe. It's a it, it's a it's a really cool um, area to uh, to check out. Um, and, and and of course, like we've already said a number of times, uh, Vinylthon 2022 is coming up on Saturday, April 23rd. That is going to be in the record room at the Retro Emporium in partnership with uh, 89.9 KGRG-FM. Um, and listen to 89.9 KGRG-FM during Vinylthon on that Saturday to hear some sweet, sweet uh, records as well. And I think with that, that'll wrap things up for this episode thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us and if you want to listen to all of my past shows you can subscribe on apple Podcasts, stitcher google Podcasts, spotify tune in or wherever the heck else you get your podcasts uh you can become a mike cybertronian and join the msrp friends and fans facebook group and tune in for the mike cyber radio podcast live stream right here streaming on twitter youtube twitch and facebook live like share rate and review the show let us know what you like and what you'd like to hear more of in the future for my guests Anne and andrea two a's two furious my name is mike this has been mike cyber radio and until next time you know what to do make good choices